everybody. Is this the uh, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks Seth podcast? Jones. This is Seth Jones. Oh, I'm so happy I got traded to Chicago. Oh, my God. It's I'm so a, much better over there. Let me clean my it throat. It might be Hold now. <clears throat> Go fuck yourself. Welcome back to the best fucking CBJ podcast around with your hosts, Marty on the mic, Frank, and Mr. Locon. Now, let's turn it over to the boys for the latest episode of the Man in the Cannon podcast. Welcome to the Man in the Cannon podcast. I'm your host, Marty on the mic. We got Mr. Locon and Frank here. What's up, boys? What's up, Marty on the mic? Thanks for that beautiful introduction. Frank, how you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. Good to be back. It's been a while. It has been a while. It is good how to be back. How long has it been? Like <laughs> four weeks? Yeah. Is it good to be back? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's been a long couple of weeks. We appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us if you're tuning into this episode. We had some... F- feedback from some of our listeners that the equipment might not have been sounding you know 100 percent. so we took some time to try to figure it out because we honestly have no fucking clue what we're doing and we fucked around a lot and we figured it out we think so a lot of that's what happens around. you fuck around and you find out right hey yarmo let's give it a shot maybe send some people out and replace them i don't know <laughs> yeah. yarmo start fucking around <laughs> the one, that, find like out. that guy that's like on that that twitter or that graph thing you see he's like the more you fuck around, the more you find out. That's exactly what we're doing. Wow. So, and we did it. We did it. We're back with another episode of the Man in the Cannon podcast. Let's get it going. Crack a lack and what do we want to talk about? Uh, any, Can any, we talk about anything but Columbus Blue Jackets hockey? Can what? we make this a, pod, a food podcast now? Is it time to switch? No. What, uh, what yeah. do people talk about? I don't know. Wait, wait, about? As you drink your uh, glass of uh, red wine, maybe beer. we can. It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm a man. Rosé. Uh, so I guess, well, the off season that was pretty positive. Anyone else have any other positive notes since then? Yeah, since our last episode, we, we released it before the season started, right? And we were all happy-go-lucky. We were going to go win the fucking Stanley Cup. And now it's just like... Oh is my the god! Season over is yet. the season seriously? It's like is the season <laughs> fucking over yet? You remember our hot take, our hot ice section we had during the first episode of this season? Marty on the mic, you said Sillinger was going to be the first center by the end of the season. Yep, he's looking like he doesn't even remember how to play hockey at this point. Well, I I, I was saying Kent Johnson. You guys just heard Cole Sillinger, but either way, I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even think he scored a goal yet. Has he? Sillinger got a goal. We'll, look, we'll, we'll check the so. we'll check the stats. I, mean, I don't we, think we, he we does haven't had either, many honestly, goals uh, to count to, yeah. to go off of. Yeah, they shouldn't take. Us I too said Warinsky was going to win the Vesna, and like Warin or uh, Elvis was going to win the or Warinsky was going to win the Norris, and Elvis was going to win the Vesna. Something absolutely laughable now at this point. I mean, mm-hmm. and Frank, what did you say? What I was said your prediction? I would have forty plus goals, which, eh, then it, it could hurt. still happen. Yeah, but. Uh, it's it's not really helping our team out at the moment. Obviously, sucks he got hurt the first period of the first game <laughs> first of the season, <laughs> but he scored the first game. He did. He scored the first goal of the season. So hey, we get you you were at least were off to a good start with the takes. But man, ever since then the season has gone drastically downhill. This team looks like they don't even want to be on the ice. Quite honestly, like when you watch them play, they're lifeless, heartless. They're sinking into their own zone, trying to protect the net. 
And because of that, when the puck goes to the wall or into the corners, they don't have a chance to go get it. No, and they can't win any puck on the board. Um, I, and I, I hate the excuse, and we've said it for years, is, yeah, we're a small team. We're supposed to be a small, <laughs> fast team. But we are getting manhandled. And obviously, like, what's nice about all the games on ESPN, so if you have ESPN+, Plus, I go through and just watch a good matchup. And those te- like you can pick any team. You can pick Vancouver. You can pick New Jersey. They're big-bodied teams, and they can win pucks in uh, up against the boards. We have no chance. Right. We can't cycle the puck. We can't exit our zone. We can't enter the zone. <laughs> I, I mean, we can't fucking do anything. I mean, geez, maybe we should just play soccer at this point. Dude, it's bad. And it's not just that. It's goaltending, too. Yes. You know? I, I said this... I think after like the first week or maybe the first two weeks, I said, I don't think Elvis is it. I mean, look, maybe it's in there. I've seen him play at a level where you really do think he's one of the best goalies in the league. I've seen it before. But that was, gosh, that was, what, four, three years ago, four years ago now? It's It hasn't been even remotely close to that level of, you know, of goaltending that we saw. Yeah, he, and, he seems like he's, uh, I, I don't want to say like, I mean, tight, like he's like tight in the net. I don't know if he's trying to do too much. I know we've talked about it um, in the past where he's almost too aggressive at times at getting Dude, out of every, position. And he's, he seems to be doing that so much more. It's a lot more evident this year. It's unbelievable. He's so out of position all of the time. If you watch when a goal is scored on him, all you have to do is look at how much of the net the guy who is scoring the puck is looking at. You can see his view of the net, and you can always see at least half of it. And it's it just tells you. It's like, where is he? Where is Elvis? He's just, I don't know, man. He's hes so fidgety and twidgety, and he's always moving his body in a hundred million different ways. He's just not, you know, he doesn't stick solid right in front of the puck in front of the net. Doesn't put himself in the best position. Doesn't cut down the angle very well. Mm-hmm. I think we can poke a lot of holes but there are a lot of things that need to be fixed on this. Oh team. yeah, no, no. So a, a goalie overcompensating and being out of position is well, one it, problem. <laughs> it is a big problem, but he's probably overcompensating for lack of defense. A yeah, lot that's of a great things point, that he's Marty. trying to figure out. Our, I mean, our defense looks just non-existent. I don't even know why we put defenders out on the ice. And my question to you, Mr. Locon, is when you look at this team overall. We're not that mu- we're not that much different than last year, but we seem to be 10 I, I, 50 steps behind where we even were last year. I mean, what do you attribute that to? I, the only thing I can think of, okay? I don't know how that happens with players, professional athletes, I should say. The only thing I can think of is from past experience and, you know, we've all played sports before. Mm-hmm. How do you get how do you get hyped up for a game every night? You know, when you got to play every fucking day, who is who has one of the largest responsibilities in trying to make sure that everybody on the squad is ready to go? There's there's two answers I think that are relevant here. One I think is the captain of the team, okay? Mm-hmm. Boone Jenner is the captain of this team. 
he plays a large role in trying to get this team rallied up, ready to go, playing the correct way, playing Columbus Blue Jackets hockey. The other person who's typically, you know, is, is responsible for that is the coach. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I think Brad Larson's a bad coach or that he should be fired. I'm not saying that right now. I've thought it a million times, don't get me wrong. But how come nobody how come he is not being held accountable by the organization or by the players? Why is nobody coming why is nobody acting like, you know, he, he's it's not at least partly his fault. I mean, I think a lot of people are, but Yarmo came out. There was an article out today, I think uh, I was reading and Yarmo was saying how that's not the whole picture. Brad Larson's not the whole problem, and he's right. But but man, Larson's got to figure out how to get these guys ready to play because they're coming out in the first period yeah. and they're they're getting their ass kicked in the first period. We're down three nothing, damn near every night. Start the period, start yeah. the game. Yeah, and and to your point, and I think you and I were at the home opener. Um, uh, granted, against Tampa, you know, uh, obviously every year and year out, Stanley Cup contender, but it's a Friday night in Columbus. It's our home fucking opener. People came out too. It was yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a sellout. I think it might have been the most or most attended game or whatever that stat was. But anyway, it was so Gaudreau scored. The place erupted. After that, you could hear, I mean, crickets in there, and they didn't. It looks like they did not want to be out there. And I'm thinking to myself, this is the home opener, and you can't get. I mean, I just I don't know what is going on. But you know what I think it is. These guys are too nice. These are Boone Jenner and I mean they're just nice guys and you're so playing is Larson. a sport that's not a nice sport. And right. the greatest teams in sports history always had this tension. Yeah, the edge to they, them. There's this yeah. tension to the best players on this their team. Think of like a Michael Jordan or wh- whoever you want to put in that box. They have this tension against their own teammates in the locker room day in and day out. It's a competition. You have to be the best version of yourself. All the time. There's no breaks. There's nothing Great we're missing. And when we get to the ice, we're playing another team. Now we're we're going together. We've prepared each other for this moment, and that's what fires you up is you've been kicking each other's ass the entire time, and then now it's time to finally flip it over and kick somebody else's ass. Right. There's that tough. There's that know? competition every day, every day at every. practice, every day on the ice. That's holding players accountable, you know? If you're going to play – or if you're coming to practice, you're playing 100% all of the time. That was instilled in this team, quite honestly, by John Tortorella, and that's how they played for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're going to see it tomorrow night when Philadelphia comes into the building. That team is going to skate hard, check hard, they're going to hit, and they're going to fucking shoot the puck you know, with purpose. Mm-hmm. And... What I think we're seeing right now is maybe like this lack of accountability with these players where, like you said, we don't have that edge to us. Nobody's getting pissed off. Nobody's going out and fucking – in hockey, you can fucking punch somebody in the face. Mm-hmm. It's yes. legal. I mean, it's a penalty, get- but you can – all that happens is you have to go sit in a box for five you minutes. You don't get fined. Right, and you don't get fined. Nobody's out there fucking getting pissed off, ran and, running people into the fucking boards – 
throwing their gloves off and saying, let's fucking go. I'm tired of you talking shit. Let's go. Boom. You know, no, yeah. no, no. We don't see any of that. Going I think on. part of it goes back to the Johnny Gaudreau. Why I came to Columbus. I want to be a family man. I just want to hear come in here and do my job. Now he's been playing well, but that could translate to other players on the team, especially young players who are That's trying true. to figure out what it's like to be in this league. And they're like, oh, well, it can be comfortable, you know. I know Boone's ahead of me. I just got to play well enough to keep playing in the NHL. Eventually, I'll go somewhere else. They're playing into this narrative that where we talked all offseason about this changed the narrative on Columbus. I think it might have solidified it a little bit more that this is if you're late in your years and you want to be comfortable, you can come to Columbus and play average hockey, and then that's it. That's what we do here. <laughs> I have never thought about that. <laughs> I have no idea why that has n- never crossed my mind. That was the most ingenious thing I've ever heard anybody say. And uh, You could be 100% I'm correct. I'm, re- I'm ready to leave now. I'm going to end on that. <laughs> was, yeah. I'm sitting over here <laughs> the whole drop. time you're saying this. I'm like, oh, my God. that it, You could be so tr- You could be so correct, you know? Maybe maybe that's what players think. I, I have never thought of it that way. It's a shame to think that that's somehow a small possibility. Maybe Gaudreau's like... Yeah, I'll just go to Columbus and nobody will ever fucking hear about me again and I'll get paid nine fucking and a half million dollars for six years and just fucking raise my family. Be That's what Warinsky's yeah. doing right now. Yeah, yeah Warinsky's Warinsky got paid. Have you seen Warinsky's girlfriend, bro? <laughs> he don't have to fucking play hockey. He doesn't give a fuck right now. I know. That chick is so sexy. These these fucking guys just coming over here, turning it in every night, fucking getting a C plus on their exam and walking home after the game's over is fucking with bullshit. The, with the fat check. Um, to build on the point that you just mentioned, Marty, and I, I, I think that's a, I mean, that's an excellent point. It but, fucking blew my mind. Uh, <laughs> Boo. But I mean, I think to go off of that is we've talked about, and I don't know if it's kind of in the media and all the guys on Twitter, everyone's talking about CBJ. We need a, we need a big time centerman. We need a big time centerman. I know Goudreau's not a centerman, but you know, we're, building this offense when the biggest problem is the defense Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we like yeah we signed Wierenski I mean he's looking like dog shit awful and he's supposed to be our best one of the best defensemen in the league and name another defenseman on our team that's playing well there isn't anybody there isn't now Wierenski is also not nobody is yeah I know that's what I'm saying and I want to so I want to go back to John Tortorello John Tortorello real quick, because I'm glad you brought that up. Obviously, he's coming back to Columbus uh, tomorrow night um, when the Flyers are in town. And I know he gets a lot of bad reps, but he, he got had his downfalls. Team. He definitely did. I mean, a little psycho, but you're a hockey coach or you've been around hockey in the NHL. There's Your screws are loose to begin with. But he got the team to play. And do you think Zach Wierenski would be playing right now if John Tortorella was the head coach of the team? Absolutely not. His ass would have been on the bench so fast it wouldn't even a fucking he wouldn't have had a chance to fucking look at the puck. The Cleveland roster would be playing. Tortorella Tortorella might have had like open tryouts in Columbus. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, remember when that guy walked past us when we were waiting for the open practice? He's like. He thought you and I were on the blue jackets. Oh, yeah. we're, like, we're like, he's like, where are you guys going? Well, maybe like, that would have happened. Jackets. No, actually, no. I I suck at ice skating. It, but anyway, <laughs> um, 
so he gets the team, and you look at Philadelphia in particular, they were awful last year towards the bottom. They're a cont- I mean, I, granted, are they going to win the cup? Probably not, but they're at the top of the Metro right now playing hard. So tomorrow night, we're already going down one nothing, maybe 2 nothing before the puck is even dropped because we know that team is going to come out and they want to kick our ass, and we're just going to be like, Let's get Mickey's late night slice after the game and party at Wierenski's house. <laughs> I'm in, but I that they shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> uh, You know what else didn't happen when Torts was here? Anything that happened on social media was never talked about. That's so true. Never talked There's about. There's so that much never... fucking drama going around. CBJ Twitter can be a dark place, and I think all three of us can talk a lot about that. But when Torts was here, the players were not involved. You never heard anything from them or their family. If it was coming out, it was uh, positive for the most part. Um, but all of a sudden, this is becoming a part of this dark shadow over the yeah. Blue Jackets. Well, did you hear Lineye after the Finland trip? Yeah. I actually, I'm glad somebody fucking said Someone something had to. about it something. It was a waste of time. Yeah. He's You're like, going to play the defending Stanley Cup champions in his hometown. Yarmo's finished. Fucking Corpy. Corpy's finish. They had fucking or uh, how many finished players does Colorado have? They have like four finished players. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal, and they look like fucking dog shit. Oh, dude, the fucking New Jersey game right before that trip, we got smoked seven to one. Would we have ten shots on goal? Yeah, the first period it was like thirteen to two in shots. Something stupid. Now, granted, New Jersey's playing well and they're looking pretty good, but that was. A, that you shouldn't was lose six to one. Seven. Seven, yeah. yeah I mean, it was, dis- it was awful. They pack up. They're like, all right, we get to go to Finland, maybe get our heads back together, you know, try to get back on the right track. Jesus Christ, dude. Come out flat. Nobody can fucking defend. Nobody can. Nobody's blocking shots. Nobody's getting in front of the puck. Nobody's playing physical. It's just... It's just a total shit show, and I don't know what the answer is, quite honestly, because you're right, Frank. You said it earlier. We're a very similar team than what we were last year, and we've got a couple new additions, but if anything, better additions, that should make argue. us better, yeah. I mean, arguably, so I don't know, man, but Jay Marty on the mic over there is fucking spitting some of the most hot fire, hot truth I've yeah. ever heard of. I'm just still over here reminiscing over the off season, how great that was, like sitting on a beach and... Looking into the sunrise. God, we're going to be so good this year. Oh, can't man. wait can't for wait, the can't summer wait for the so we can do that again. Okay, so here's my next question. Okay, <laughs> CBJ Twitter, you mentioned it. CBJ Twitter can be a very dark place where we've all gone. You can go <laughs> down a wormhole of some crazy-ass shit. But anyway, CBJ Twitter's calling for Brad Larson's head. Yep. I mean, and, you know, you start the season this bad. It's warranted. You can at least discuss it. It can be in the conversation. It's not completely, you know, the part worst the question. Job. It's part of yeah. It's how yeah. it comes with the territory, right? But I'm gonna step it up another notch here. Let's talk about and discuss because I'm just gonna me- I'm just gonna mention a few things, right? Okay. Think about this, and, and this is where I'm going at. So we signed Good- Eric Goodbranson, okay? Before we signed Goudreau, we signed him to over four million dollars, and as a result of that. We had to trade Oliver fucking Dorkstrand. Who's doing very well, by the way. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Who who did that? Yarmo Kekalainen. Okay. Yep. All right. What about um, drafting Sonny Milano? First first round mm-hmm. pick, right? We waste that first round pick on Sonny Milano. Turns into nothing. Who did that? 
Yarmo. Yarmo. Okay. Um, what's what's wrong with our defense? Who who's who's fucking playing defense with Zach Warinski right now? Andrew fucking, fucking Peak. Andrew Peak. Eric Goodbranson. Jake Bean. Fucking even when Boquist was back, he's he's been fucking trash. Okay. He was all right last year, and he played all right for Chicago. But I mean, he's all right. Yeah. Who the fuck else is playing defense right now? I don't even fucking know. Blake Blakenberg, Blackenberg. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about him. Nick fucking Blankenberg is playing. Look, who is trying dude, to make dude, the dude, team dude's, this year? Dude, dude's been. He's been inspirational. Okay. He's been the most inspirational. He's thing been about the most inspirational team. thing about this team. So yeah. God love him, right? But he's fucking tiny. Okay. He's not gonna be the best fucking defenseman in the NHL. Okay, everybody. He's gonna be a very serviceable at best third pairing defenseman in this league. Yes. Gavrikov right? was the one you meant. Vladislav Gavrikov has been so trash, I can't fucking handle it. I was reading that they're in discussion. He's they're not even close to reaching a new deal with him. I don't think they're interested in resigning him. <laughs> but that who who the fuck is any good on that defense? Now, you got to give Yarmo some credit here. He's drafted multiple defensemen here in the past. Oh, Gabriel Carlson, another first-round draft pick that hasn't panned out at all. Mm-hmm. You know, Liam Foody, first-round draft pick, hasn't really panned out. Or I'm going at with this is when is it time to start asking, you know, what, what's Yarmo doing, man? Is any of this Yarmo's fault? Now, I'm not saying, hey, I'm not trying to say we need to fire Yarmo Kekalainen, Okay. <laughs> He's, he's like probably it. my favorite. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'm just asking the question no, so I mean, we can that's talk about valid it. points. Yeah, that is valid points. I mean, he is making the executive decisions to put the chess pieces where they he thinks need to go. And uh, honestly, I mean, our defense I don't know has ever looked this bad. Now, granted, the players are not performing where I think they can perform, but. You name those names, man, and you just look at. I don't. Yegor Chinnikov, first round pick. They didn't even know who the fuck Yegor Chinnikov was in the when when he got drafted. Yeah, they had now, to cut to break. That that pick has turned out relatively well so far. He won Rookie of the Year that year in the KHL. Came over last year, played okay. I mean, he played had okay some- for his first year of North American hockey, and this year he started out pretty pretty decent. He had like four assists in the first four or five games but i mean he's not like he's not like blowing the fucking back of the net out of the building every yeah night, i mean you know? it goes he, back to he need to be hell i'm thinking about getting a chinikov jersey i love the kid i think he's gonna be great one day but it's like waste another first round pick on him which you could probably could have got him later on obviously that's i mean but that's well in the past now to yarmo's defense mm-hmm. the columbus blue jackets have not been good for a very long time he has to do something different to try to differentiate this team. The question that I would ask Yarmo is, can we finally just tank one? Can we tank one? <laughs> Make decisions to not that's best for the team? Look what the Indianapolis Colts are doing. Yeah, exactly. And say, this is the year that we're not going to be good, and we want our fan base to know that. I mean, the players are going to go out there and play as hard as they want, but I'm – building something here yeah, and, and Mr. you have some faith in that uh, mr locon you and i were talking about this a couple weeks or yeah like five or whatever five days ago or so is if if there is a year to tank i mean we're i mean this team is showing no life at all 
I mean, I, I don't see us. Hell, what are we going to do? Make Go on a crazy run, make the playoffs, and get swept by Florida, Tampa, Toronto, whoever you want to say. But if there's a year to tank, this is the year to do it. Yeah, there's a good guy in the draft this year. Connor Bedard's supposed to be a fucking stud. And he's something that – actually, you know who is in the lead in total points in the CHL right now? Take a guess. Do you? Uh, would you have any idea? Connor? And Connor – no. Oh. No. Jordan Dumais, our draft pick, our third or fourth round draft pick from this past draft, is leading all of the – uh, major junior hockey leagues in Canada in points. He's ahead of Connor Bedard right now. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. But that's going to be the consensus number one overall pick next year. Kid's supposed to be a stud. And like you were saying, Marty, on the mic, we have never done it before. Like we've never actually tanked. Because there's something about, you know, Yarmo's mindset and the mindset of this organization and of a lot of people that that is – what do I want to say? Like embarrassing or yeah. bad or like you, yeah, you, you gotta fight all the yeah. time and like destroys the franchise reputation. Right, exactly. And I mean, how I does how does Pittsburgh get Sidney Crosby? How does Toronto get Austin Matthews? How does the fucking Oilers get what like four number one overall picks out of in like seven years? How do they get Connor McDavid? How do you land generational talent on your team? Tank. Do you trade for it? No. no, no, you don't. No, you draft it. The only way that you're going to get the number one overall pick in the NHL, which tends to be the really the only pick that ever really matters in this league. They everybody can say that, you know, well, Tampa's drafted well over the years. Yes, that is correct. That is a probably a very rare exception. There are teams where you build excellent teams throughout the draft over a long period of time colorado's another great example but but nathan mckinnon yeah uh, as well right like the only way you get these top-notch excellent players is to get the first or second pick in the league i mean you have to at least give it some consideration right it's not it's not you know that big of a scar or that big of a of a deal at especially least with opinion. especially with this team, right? We just we got long contracts for guys that we want to keep, and the rest of them are young, developing guys who will now get a chance. We're gonna play them a lot more as we tank and see what they got. You know, play for either being on what this rebuild is gonna be, or prove yourself to play for another team. Um, and then it changes the dynamic completely. Uh, it's not about winning necessarily. It's about uh, being a little bit selfish, but as long as everybody's on board with that, I don't see a problem with it. If we're gonna suck, we might as well really suck. Yeah, I think the that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I and I know like the issue with this whole draft process is we do have to remember. Granted, the the odds I've, it's a lottery, but it's a lottery, yeah. so there is a chance we tank. We really suck. Then the hockey it, gods are like, yeah. Yeah, because it's happened before. <laughs> it ha oh, yeah, no, it has. It definitely had. Look, that's how uh, <laughs> Buffalo lost Connor McDavid. Yeah. But Buffalo lost that it. lottery. Yeah. God, I can't even. that. I'm sorry, Buffalo fans. And they got Jack Eichel instead. And look how that turned out. Anyway, but Buffalo, hey, I can't talk any shit. They're playing actually They're pretty playing well pretty right well, now. Yeah. 
Um, but the Jackets currently sitting at three and nine with six points, a minus twenty-five goal differential. Wow. That leads the NHL. Well, or you know, that's the worst in the NHL. Um, so yeah, we are in technically in last place in the league right now. So let's see. Let's take a look at the. Uh, I was just gonna grab the schedule here coming up. So while you do that, can I ask a, a fun question? Absolutely. You talked about uh, plus minus. Yes. And I was curious earlier today what the plus minus was on our team, who's doing well, and... Uh, you mean individual. individual? We're talking individual plus, plus minus. minus okay. um, how many Blue Jacks players do you think are in the positive? Oh, nobody. nobody. Fucking nobody. We don't have enough goals to be in the positive. Like, that one's easy at least. Absolutely no one. <laughs> so the next question is, who has the worst plus minus on the Blue Jacks? <sighs> That's a really team? great question. It's got to be Gavrikov. I w- that was either him... Okay. I'm going to go Branson. with or Eric Goodbranson or yeah. Zach Wierenski. Those are like my guesses. But you have to pick one. Frank, yeah. you have to pick one. Go. I, I'm picking Gavrikov. Hmm. I'm going to go with Goodbranson. Both great answers because they're at the bottom, but they're not all the way at the bottom. It is tied at minus eight with two players, Zach Wierenski and Sean Corrali. Corrali, wow. Usually he's one of our best defensive uh, centermen, but... The Orensky doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Our all all star, <laughs> uh, Boone Jenner is also minus seven. He's yeah, I mean because he's Strong been on the two. ice. He's been on the ice a lot. Yeah. Now, okay, there is one bright spot on this team. I think I don't know the exact stats. Maybe if you have it there, uh, Jets I don't know. pizza in the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that's very. That's one one thing. And there's still Skyline Chili in, in the stadium, so that's good. I think we're winning some faceoffs this year. At least it seems that way. Have you guys noticed that? Do you have the stats on that for me, Marty on the mic? While Marty on the mic's looking up the face-off stats, what do you think, Frank? No, it doesn't. We don't have to spend any time talking about it. Never mind, because it's literally the most useless stat <laughs> in the world. Well, <laughs> but it's, I just at least it's it makes me think that it's some yeah. somewhat there. I mean, so uh, okay, I'm. If we're so gonna we, talk about one positive thing, yeah, at least. well, here I'll 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 give one positive. It, and it's it's a bad it's bad positive, but I know you were going to pull up the schedule. Um, now, granted, we've looked like dog shit, and there's no, it doesn't matter who you play. You're I mean you're a professional hockey team, but um, our schedule was pretty brutal out of the gate. I do want to say that there's no excuse, but you're right. You look at you look at October. You and I were talking. We didn't think we were going to win a game. Yeah, after that Tampa game, we in the intermission we went out. We looked at the schedule. We're like. We're not going to win a fucking game in October. Because you're right, dude. It was at Carolina, Tampa, at St. Louis the next night. Vancouver. We were like, okay, maybe Vancouver, right? And that's where I was after that. That was an overtime win. And I remember after that, I was like, okay, was we at least got a win. And then that Thursday, we beat the shit out of Nashville. Mm-hmm. We were down early, though, but we came back big in the third period. It and dominated won that them game, right? at the end. Then... That fucking embarrassing game against Pittsburgh. But still, the first period of that game, we were up, what, like two to nothing? Or maybe maybe three to nothing. I can't remember. Yeah, and then they was, scored I think it was two nothing, then two one, and then we went up three to one, I thought. And then they scored then they, five yeah. straight, I think, and mm-hmm. made it six three. Yeah. But then the next night we go the next night we go to New York and beat the crap out of the Rangers five one. And I was like and at that point we were like, Yeah, is it are we like is it possible we could like maybe you know 
do something in this league. 6-3 loss to Arizona, 4-0 loss to Boston, 7-1 loss to New Jersey, and then Colorado kicked the shit out of us twice in Finland. It's just been that the schedule was difficult. You are correct. But like you are we're also saying there's no excuse to not play with any enthusiasm or any heart. Mm-hmm. And it's so obvious to me if you want to be the best, you want to beat the best, right? And play true. the best, but I I mean it was I mean, it was a brutal start. Not that it gets any easier, I don't think. So we got Philly tomorrow night at home. Then we're at New York, uh, the Islanders. We're on Long Island for a night. Or do they play in? No, they're back in Long Island. They don't play in Brooklyn anymore. Coliseum, I think. Well, they tore that place down. Oh, yeah, they have a new new stadium. Um, Then back at home for a long two-week stretch. Philadelphia, Montreal, Detroit, Florida, Montreal, and then the Islanders again. Now, the way this team's been playing currently, none of those are winnable games. No. But maybe. This is what's going to happen. What's going to happen, Marty? We're this negative about it. All of a sudden, they're going to start winning some games. And then we're going to record again. And we're going to be like, we were idiots. Just like we did at the beginning of this. (laughs) That's exactly what happened. That is the story of the Man in a Cannon podcast. That's right. That's our. It's in the the bio. I I wanted to say something real quick, too. Um, Those good games that you were referring to. Mr. Locon, how many of those were you at? Well, the Rangers game was away. Okay. The and then, wins. oh no, the other home ones, the other home wins I have been, I wasn't at either. I, I was in training in Minnesota. That's very, that's a very that's good an point. interesting, you know, I haven't denominator. been in the building when we've won games. So what they're saying, what you're saying is I need to just fucking watch the game from home. Well, just let or go Frank back to Minnesota. and Marty go, and we'll send you <laughs> texts about what's happening inside the arena. You guys aren't going to anymore, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Nobody can go to any more fucking games the whole rest of this fucking season. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, we, we need to go reevaluate so we can get the Blue Jackets back in order, and then we'll be back. That's correct. We'll be back. So we got Philly tomorrow night, Tortorella coming back in the building. Uh, first time. I can't wait to stand up and give him a fucking standing ovation as loud as I fucking can. You know, he probably the best it. coach that, that this franchise has ever had. And, yeah, he had his flaws. He did not get along with a lot of players, right? Alexander Wenberg, he couldn't figure Alex Wenberg's game out. Couldn't figure out Sonny Milano's game. Nobody could really figure out Sonny Milano's game. But he first thing he did, first fucking what, like two months into camp, they got he sent Ryan Johansson down to the minors and they traded him away for Seth Jones, you know. And by the end of it, I think he even said he wasn't really interested in coaching this team anymore. He wanted to move on too. But god damn it, I I I had my qualms with him especially at the end of his tenure, but I'm excited to welcome him back. He deserves a round of applause from everybody in the building and I think that's what we're going to give him to him tomorrow night. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, standing ovation, I'm hoping they do kind of a tribute. I'm, I'm sure they I'm will. I'm sure they will. Um, the sweep but, of Tam. Dude, I mean, he well, was the, the coach. Thing, you so, know, like, like, you just talking about that, bringing back the memories, like, yeah, I've, like, I have freaking goosebumps right now because <laughs> that Tampa series and being in that building and not, not only sweeping Tampa and getting our first playoff win as a franchise, but watching that team i just we've net we haven't been close to that since and i mean fuck hell, you dude 
We could have beat. I mean, how Bobrovsky left, Panarin left, Duchesne left, fucking no, traded Seth Jones. You got to build that. Team you got to build, build, build a team like that, and it takes time to do. We got to remember that. <laughs> not yeah. how, yeah. not how, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of faces have you know moved on, and there's been a lot of change. But I think Jenner and Wierenski may be the only. Or Gavrikov. I don't think Gavrikov was there, was he? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't think so because we had Savard still, but yeah, um, I don't. I, I'm not saying. Look, that team is. I mean, from a talent perspective, I mean, it's it's a lot different than what we have now. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying the style of play. We're playing a Tampa team, we're and not, we're not getting pushed around. We look like a JV team in a varsity league. Mm-hmm. One thing that Tortorella always talked about and always coached, he would talk about it in the post games, talk about it all the time. He wanted to play. North South, you know, he wanted to push the puck up the ice, a good first pass out of the zone. You know, we don't have a first pass right now at all. Our first pass is garbage. And we're not playing North and South. We're playing kind of loosey-goosey back and forth in our own zone and trying to figure out a way to nonchalantly take the puck through the neutral zone. We're not trying to beat the other team down the ice at all, you know. We have totally lost the North-South mentality that – John Torella had previously toughness and discipline. That toughness, well, and once you have that, I think someone like Johnny Hockey plays really well around a team that can be tough because he's not that guy, but his strengths will amplify that for but, sure. And that's, and that's what we got to get to. And line line is the same way. You need everybody else to be tough and disciplined so they can do their thing. Yeah. Um, we just don't. <laughs> what do we I don't, say? We don't have that guy. I think well, that's the saying. problem, right? It's like I mean, look, Johnny Hockey. I think he's done very. I mean, he he's had a pretty good start to the season, right? I mean, he scored. Some he's been goals, all right, but we he he needs some kind of supporting cast. Because to your point, uh, Marty, I mean, he's a he's a little small guy. We need uh, we need a supporting cast around him, and not to mention. Three fourths of the time we're in our own zone, so it's like Johnny's not. Dude, we're taking penalties. That too. We're taking so many penalties. That's the other thing is it's undisciplined hockey. It's not. We're not. Not only are we not skating hard or, you know, trying to play very hard, but when we when we do, we're committing fouls, and it's you know slashing penalties, holding penalties, things that are obvious. You know, hooking calls. You can't fucking do that shit. So I th- I think a lot of that's coaching. That's just how I how I think about it. But mm-hmm. do you uh, let's get some predictions coming up here? What, what uh, let's get some more maybe some quick hot takes. What do you think? Well, give me some something positive to look forward to before we close out the episode. Am, am I going first? Or you? Sure, go for, it. go for it. I think uh, you don't have one. <laughs> we don't, we don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> My fire is out. No. Uh, I'm gonna say, so some, uh, Bemstrom's coming back tomorrow night. Remember, Bemstrom's gonna be in the lineup tomorrow night. <laughs> Way to Woo-hoo! get my juices flowing. <laughs> Maybe you can miss the net a couple more times. Yeah, yeah. hey, he's but been hell, playing well. Apparently. At least he shoots on our <laughs> on our opposition's net. But I'm gonna just a crazy hot take and say we end November 500. No, sorry. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Oh, wait. 
Hey, if you can <laughs> say if you can say Elvis is the Vesna winner <laughs> and Rorensky, who is last <laughs> on our what was he, Marty? He's like the worst yeah. on the team. Minus eight so far. He's going to be the best defenseman in the league. I can say they're going to be 500 in November. My positive thing is watching the Blue Jackets, I'm always paying attention to Kent Johnson, who we didn't talk about. Uh, he was at the top of that plus minus list at zero, but he was at the top of that list. This was a guy we didn't, weren't sure what he was going to look like. I don't know how he pairs with some of those guys that we were talking about because he's kind of the same loosey-goosey kind of guy. But the positive thing I'm looking for is I think he's going to score some goals, get some points. We might not win those games, uh, but we might see some flashy stuff from that kid. He's he's had a pretty decent start. I mean, he's, he's got he's, swagger. That's why been, I like watching him. Okay. He's got the he's got the swagger when he does something good. Yeah, there's that picture of him with his arms out after he scored uh, against the Penguins, which we don't want to talk about. But that picture was pretty dope, and uh, I think I don't know. It's he's just fun to watch, and if we're gonna lose, I might as well see something cool. <laughs> yeah, before Ellie fucking destroys this fucking setup, <laughs> we're this about to we're about <laughs> to be disconnected from everything. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> We're too positive. My positive take is uh, Patrick Line is going to fucking score some power play goals this week or the next couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You forget, we didn't even talk about it, but we were 0 for 25 to start the season on the power play. Wow. Something ridiculous like that. We didn't have a power play goal for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, but we finally got what, one or two in Finland. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm not expecting uh, a whole lot from this team. But. Hey, maybe we'll come back next episode and have some positive things to say. If they yeah. come back, we have to start shitting on ourselves <laughs> instead of them yeah, because we just shit on them for well, a while. Well, we're, we're <laughs> idiots. Like We don't know what we're, we're talking about. We're literally about. Why just anybody three dudes. Just talking CBJ, bro. Yeah. I enjoy I watching the, the, the hockey, yeah. and I like to talk about the hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe if we want to be positive, uh, next episode we'll be back in the off season. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else, boys. You got anything else to say? No. That's it. Uh, I'll still be cheering. Let's do yeah. this. Hey, go Jackets. We are the Man in the Cannon podcast, and we are bringing you the CBJ forecast. You never know what we're talking about, but we're the best fucking podcast around. The CBJ news and unprofessional views will certainly satisfy your Blue Jackets podcast fix. Yeah!